0: Tenacious Living Radio. Awaken to Holistic Health is all about improving your health by treating the whole. Deanne Riendo, integrative wellness specialist, is on a mission to serve others through education, collaboration, and connection. Awaken to Holistic Health Radio inspires you with strategies from Deanne and other holistic practitioners that will help you awaken to the possibilities of holistic health and well-being.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to Awaken to Holistic Health. This is your host, Deanne Riendo speaking, and I've got a really special guest today. So special, she's going to come back a couple more times and help me to, to be a host uh, with a couple more guests. Her name is Janet Wisawadi, and I want to tell you a little bit about Janet because she's a really special individual. Not only is she a visionary, but she really helps transform people's lives with tools that inspire and respect who they are and where they are enabling to shift their thinking and take action. As an international speaker, author, and coach, Janet applies her knowledge of human nature and blends it with coaching principles to connect with their audience. She's got some really unique qualities and she's going to share a little bit of her story, but her career as an emergency dispatcher gave her some really invaluable insight into people's lives and the troubles that they they have. Her amazing history allows her to connect with individuals in a really, a very real and honest way. She, she creates a safe space for people to explore, question and reflect, ask thought-provoking questions and really listens with her whole heart. So I'd like to welcome you, Janet. She is your
2: what, your now what coach. Janet, welcome. Thanks, Deanne. Pleasure to be here. Excited to be talking to you today. Well, we're so happy to have you, and you've given yourself the
1: title, Your Now What Coach. Why that title? I just, I
2: have to ask that question. Why did you choose Your Now What Coach? Well, that came out of, um, after my treatment uh, with PTSD, and uh, when the psychologist says, okay, you don't need to see me anymore, and I felt like I'd been dropped like a hot potato and said, okay, now what? Now what do I do? Now what? where do I go and I think that throughout our lives that happens for all kinds of reasons it doesn't have to be for what I went through Um, it's it can be through somebody just getting married somebody who had a career that has a baby and all of a sudden like who are they now what are now what do they do and uh, you know empty nesters people with divorce or illness I think we hit all those stages and um, so I was exploring like now what do I do and uh, it's how do I stay healthy and we'll talk a little more about that but yeah it's like I think we all hit that now what now what do I do and so with all my different courses and and workshops and all kinds of things that I've done reading um, I think I'm very qualified to help you find your now what.
1: You know, that's so great that you you said that and you kind of explored. And I just want to clarify for the audience, PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder. And, you know, we're really going to talk about Janet's story and kind of how she's gone through that process and the healing process for herself. But, you know, I love that you expanded on beyond just now what after PTSD, now what? Um, I know with myself, you know, after having my first child, I remember thinking, oh my God, is this my life? Now, what do I do? And I remember that feeling and you feel really alone. So I'm so excited to have you here because I understand, um, you know, that feeling. And I bet you there's a lot of people out there listening that have been at that point at one at one time or another, or maybe they're feeling that way right now. So thank you so much for being here and, and wanting to share. Now, Janet, you spent... Um, quite a bit of time as a police dispatcher and can you can you just kind of describe kind of your your kind of um, life experience and kind of how it's brought you to this point a little bit I just want to give people a bigger sense of who you are and allow you a chance to just share your story a little bit can you do that for me
2: yeah it um, actually started uh, I never finished high school because I I was told I wasn't smart enough to go on to anything else. And after I got married and we had my kids and moved around a bit, uh, the chance came for me to work for the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and it was like, "Wow, I am smart enough to do this." And then a friend connected me, told me to go back to school, and I went back to university. So it's like I recreated myself and recreated myself. But I was a, a dispatcher for thirty years. In fact. Uh, I retired four years ago, and I still I still do relief work, and I'm presently in the Arctic now, on Baffin Islands, doing that. Um, it, it's but we take all kinds of calls, and what happened for me is I had been in a, a bad car accident, and couldn't do anything, and I was used to going, 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 and uh, what happened was. Uh, I finally sought a psychologist because I thought, okay, this is all accident. And that's when I was diagnosed with the PTSD. Because, you know, we see police shows and we see the trauma and that and the drama on TV. But when you live it... And for me, being the helpless part, when we're, you're on the radio taking the calls or taking uh, a screaming child because their mother's being beat up or or somebody committing suicide, you know, if you, I feel if you're emotionally attached to that, that's what caused my PTSD. Hmm.
1: And you know, you're so heart connected as a person that it's it, that's sometimes what happens. It's hard to kind of
2: separate that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and you think you do, you bury it down, but what happened? Go ahead. No, you carry on, please. No, I just was going to say what happened with the car accident. uh, It made me sit in my, you know what, because I couldn't do anything. I had injured, and I'm so Mm. used to going, going, going. And when you go, 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 you can keep things buried for a long time. But when you Mm -hmm. can't avoid doing stuff, then that's when all hell broke loose inside. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, Janet, what's really amazing about what you've done is you've taken kind of this experience and this challenge um, and you've actually created something really amazing. Something that I really love that you have put together is kind of a roadmap. So you've got um, a roadmap of, of how for people to recover and maybe to help them in their healing process can you talk about this kind of roadmap and the five key pieces to this roadmap
2: well for me it was what I came up with and is uh fourth or five things here it's trauma when you have a trauma you can't deal with it unless you're aware of what happened. like you the the trauma and how it's affected you and then you need to connect with the people that can help you heal and sometimes that's professional and sometimes that's just really special friends and uh recovery and celebration like um we need to celebrate like we have our tra- mm-hmm. trauma, we become aware, we connect with what we need, you recover, and then you celebrate. We celebrate quite, you know, all the milestones in our lives, like birth and, and marriage and, and baptisms and school grads and stuff. But, you know, celebrate life. Like this is really what I had mm-hmm. to do after I did the work because we need to say, hey, I did it.
1: Exactly, exactly. I want to dig into each of these pieces, because I think you've got something really, really neat here um, that really puts pieces together for people. So let's talk, let's start with trauma. So let's, let's talk about, you know, what trauma is for people. Can you kind of give people a sense of what kind of a, a you know, a broad definition of trauma would be and maybe an, a specific example as well?
2: Yeah, I, um, when you look up trauma as a definition, it's an emotional response to a terrible event like an accident, natural disaster, shock, or, uh, and for myself, that was cumulative. So it was different events that happened in my job that I connected, and I think it's a Sorry, uh, an emotional connection. So a police officer committed suicide I was close to. Um, A little girl that was her parents or her mother was uh, uh, being beat up and she was the same age as my granddaughter. And I could think, oh, my God, she, you know, she maybe even goes to the same school. Different things like uh, a young man I worked with uh, stuttered and he said up until he went to school he didn't stutter and then one day when he was in about kindergarten grade, grade one a teacher yelled at him and he stuttered from then on. So I think that trauma comes in do- all different sizes. We're more familiar with it because of military or first responder but I think that lots of times it can happen to people who are in abusive situation and they carry that with them and I think that creates who we are and until we recognize that some of the patterns we live because of are because of that. That's no that's great
1: and you know you think about um, kind of our first responders and that seems to be a common um, thought around um, this happens to first responders. Post-traumatic stress disorder happens to people in the army and people working on ambulance and police and you know, but but the reality is, is that it really can happen to anybody, can't it? You know, I think everyone has um, things that are traumatic to them in their lives. And, you know, yeah, sure, it would probably start to shape you. Now, here's a question. Um, if someone thinks that they have post-traumatic stress disorder or they've had a traumatic situation, what 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 do they do where where do they go because you how did you find out about it I mean I think you ended up saying okay enough is enough but share that breakthrough with with us and and maybe that will help some other people to know kind of okay maybe I need to take the next step
2: yeah um we're at uh you know seek out some help watch your uh your your actions to things, if you're overreacting things, if you're depressed, these are all signs and it may not be PTSD it could be one thing that said and I think it's easily helped if you seek help like I found my own psychologist the first one that I was referred to I couldn't give two cents for and believe me you find you keep looking till you find somebody that can help you it can start with your doctor it can start with a mental health nurse you know what there should be no stigma around this it's all about moving forward and when did you really have that breakthrough of like okay
1: something's really wrong here
2: Well, it was... uh I, I went to see a psychologist because of, I believed what I was going through was because of the car accident. I had an experience one night when I was sitting in the middle of my living room in the middle of the night, it was dark and I was crying, wishing I had died in that car accident. And, uh, Mm. I wrote a piece, it's on my, my website, it's called the night the mask cracked. And, uh, it's like everything started to come up, all these memories that I had no idea I had stuffed down and I knew I needed help. There was that little piece of light there I knew I needed help so
1: well that brings us into our next that brings us into our next puzzle piece here the next piece of your roadmap which is awareness and being aware but we're going to take a quick break and I really invite everybody to come back and hear the rest of Janet's story. Make sure you get all the pieces to the roadmap. And then Janet also has some call to action. So some really great advice and suggestions to help you if you're feeling like this could be a a space that you're in right now and suffering from some sort of trauma or even just feeling like you're alone. So we're going to come right back um, in just a few moments. So please join us. Thank you, Janet. And we'll talk to you shortly. Thank you.
3: I'm Jody Dyer, Independent Distributor for Organic Gold. Our coffee is amazing, it's it's gourmet coffee but the real thing that we're after is that it's infused with red rishi mushroom. Now the red rishi mushroom just is, is an incredible mushroom, it's the king of herbs, it's grown in the Wui Mountains in China under a very strict uh, conditions. So. Basically, what it does for a coffee is it negates the caffeine and it negates the acid. So while you're drinking your coffee, you're helping your body to repair itself. Our coffee comes in many flavors. We have a mocha, we have hot chocolate, we have a black, we have latte, and we just have a green tea and a red tea as well. You can visit me at www.jodysjava.com. That's www.jo-dy-s-j-a-v-a.com. Or you could call me at 403-701-7767. Looking forward to hear from you soon.
0: Tenacious Living Choose Your Adventure Book is a compilation of 29 true short stories showcasing the spirit of tenacity and how to build inner strength and success. Visit http tenaciousliving.org books to find out more. You're listening to Tenacious Living Radio.
1: Hi there. Welcome back to Awaken to Holistic Health. We've got a special guest today named Janet Wizzawati. She is your Now What coach. And she's been talking about a bit about post-traumatic stress disorder and some of the things that she's done to really put the puzzle pieces back together in order to recover and to heal. So before the break we were talking about trauma and kind of what trauma could look like and kind of defining trauma and that's one of the pieces in her roadmap to recovery. The next piece that we're going to talk about is being aware, and so she was just sharing that you know it took a motor vehicle accident for everything to just come racing back to her, and that's when she really took that next step. So, I guess Janet, you know, let's talk about kind of that awareness piece. Um, what if somebody doesn't know that you know that they're suffering? They they just maybe they just are feeling depressed or like you said, really just emotional. Um, what are some of the other kind of signs and symptoms for them to be more aware?
2: Well, I think that uh, for me it was, well, I couldn't do anything. That w- that was uh, one of the things, but it's not always the case. Sometimes we're crippled by depression and depression can be, I believe, uh, a huge part of a trauma, uh, something that's happened in your life. So look for telltale signs, uh, depression, uh, sudden weight gain, uh, Weight loss, our bodies, disease. Uh, for me, um, I think it goes back many, many years because I've had lots of health issues that I've overcome as well. And uh, I look back and I think when you bury things down, that it comes out physically in your body. So if you continually have things happening like um, back or I had ulcers, I had, you know, just a history, look back at that. But you know what, if things aren't just feeling right, if you aren't enjoying life, then it's time to get checked out, you know, talk to somebody, you know, really, we are so blessed in this time and age with, with the internet. And I, I know that there's not everything's perfect on there, but, but weed it out, have a look and see, explore depression, explore PTSD. Um, I'm not a, uh, I don't like to medicate myself for one thing. I don't do well on medication and, uh, That's probably what started me a lot on my journey is like, what else can I do? Because I don't want to keep staying like this. There's too much to live for. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, one of the things... Um, you can't fix something you're not aware is broken. I was not aware yeah. until I had seen the psychologist. And after the diagnosis, then I could start working at getting better. It's no different uh, from feeling well and then a stomach flu until you go to the doctor and find out you're allergic to a food you're eating. Now that you know right. you have a choice, you can make a choice. Do I eat it or don't I eat it? So life really is a choice. Healing is really a choice. You have to ask yourself, do I want to be better? Is this the best it can be? Uh, There's a responsibility to getting better. That's beautiful. I love that you said that, um, you know, recently
1: I did a show and we talked about being accountable for our own health and uh, we do have a responsibility and you're right, it is a choice. So thank you for sharing that. Now, one of the things you talked about is that you went to a psychologist and then once you went through that process with them, you kind of were left there thinking, now what? And you've created in your roadmap the next step, which is connecting. So is that what you did after you saw the psychologist? You thought, okay, now what do I do? I need to reach out to people. Talk about, um, you know, how you connected.
2: Well, actually, it all started while I was even still seeing the psychologist. Because of the car accident, I was already seeing like a massage therapist and a uh, uh, uh chiropractor and uh acupuncturist and stuff so there's there's more ways i always look at it as a piece of the pie just one part of you doesn't just heal like everything affects something else right if you if you hurt your foot and you're limping your your uh hip might go out or stuff you know what i mean and but it's also uh people like um one of the things i had to see um the RCMP doctor uh, because I, it had affected work. I was off work. So uh, he said, do something totally different than your job. So I took um, a course on uh, talking on the radio (laughs) and uh, a night course. And he said, do something totally different than what your job is. And so what I ended up, and I'll go into it with the recovery and, and that as well. But I chose after my my, uh I could go back to work physically in that. I went back to university. Wow. And so there's all kinds of things. I read a lot. The book that changed my life was The Magic of Thinking Big by David Swartz. And believe me, that book is, was published long ago, but it still is very relevant. Oh, that's great. So really, it's about
1: connecting with yourself and kind of maybe some of the things you're passionate about. It's about connecting with other people. It's about, um, you know, kind of spreading your w- wings a little bit and, and not being afraid to ask for help.
2: Never be afraid to ask for help. You know, um, the worst thing that anybody can do is not ask for help and there's no stupid questions. Yeah, exactly. No,
1: that's great. Which really takes us into your next piece of your roadmap, which is recovery. So, you were starting to connect with people, and you were starting to go back to school and do other things, and that (laughs) was um,
2: starting to help you in your recovery process, was it? Recovery is ongoing, I think, because we have a tendency sometimes uh, if our body is not, uh, if it's had injury and trauma to it, it doesn't always heal 100%. So recovery to me is meaning moving forward and not living in the past. I did go back to university as well as worked and planned new adventures. I did two courses in Europe. I did um, uh, a Uh, an archaeological dig in Greece with the University of Alberta and I was the only 50 year old climbing that mountain every day for three weeks and didn't miss a day Wow! and then I studied in Italy Uh, I did uh, first century Rome with Grant Grant McEwen University and you know age isn't stopping me like some of the limitations with my body I'm overweight and 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 uh, my back hurts sometimes but you know don't miss out on life I think what happened to me was there's so much to live for. There's so much out there, and you never know whose life you're going to touch. Never know a smile could change somebody's life. Buying them a coffee in the back of the line in in Tim Hortons, and for me, uh, volunteering, um, just and it's not a huge commitment. You you can do it your way. Um, I've studied NLP, neurolinguistic programming, trained with Jack Canfield, and did his Train the Trainer program, and and it goes on. I'm a forever learner, but. These are tools that I like to bring into my own life. But, you know, anything kept is selfish. Like, I like to share it. And if anybody's stuck anywhere, please, you know, get in touch with me. We can always just have a conversation and you never know. one. Con- you never know what you say. I had one lady say to me, she's six months after I met her, and I only met her once, she says, sent me a message, said, Janet, what you said to me changed my life. Do you think I can remember what I said? I can't. So... <laughs> Well, you and know, it doesn't matter know what, what she we heard. say to somebody. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, yeah, it changed. Exactly. Her
1: life. You just never know what mm-hmm. little impact, um, yeah. you know, what little thing we do will have a huge impact. Now, so I guess you can say that you're still in recovery, and that's okay.
2: Yeah, and there's always things that that uh, happen, and you know. As far as the psychological uh, goes, I still have a great support, and I, like I say, the people I've met from all the world all over the world, especially training with Jack Canfield, you know it just keep going forward in life. and if you slip back, you know take your I tell people to set a timer. If you want to be angry or depressed, set the timer for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour. When that timer goes off, you can shift your change. And interesting, on Facebook the other day, there was this two-year-old, she was about two, standing on the seat of a car throwing a temper tantrum, and then her favorite song came on the radio, and all of a sudden, she's dancing. We can shift our, our emotions that quickly, and it's a choice to do so. But we can't do it if we don't know that we can do it, right? We don't know what we don't know. So that's why all the learning comes into place.
1: That's right. And sometimes we just need those reminders. So, you know, that's a good message for people that might be kind of in that recovery state and feeling like they're not getting where they want to be, you know, that it's okay. Like they can take baby steps and, and remind them that they do have the choice they do have the choice. And really, that means choosing to celebrate, which is your final uh, piece on your roadmap, is choosing to celebrate. So let's talk about celebration and what that really looks like and what that means.
2: Well, um, after uh, going through the treatment, after all of this happened, I was coming up to my 50th birthday, and I realized that I very easily could could have been taken out uh, in that car accident like literally the we were broadsided he had hit just in front of my seat as a passenger and took the motor right off the mount and so when uh, I said to my daughter I says you know I want a big birthday party so we had a huge 50th birthday party for me and celebrated celebrated with the friends that had supported me with new friends It it was amazing and I still tend to celebrate. My husband will do crazy stuff. Hey, let's do, go do this tonight. And it's spontaneous. And then a couple of years after the accident, I ended up with a pulmonary embolism and survived it. And I was told at that time by the doctor that that's usually found in postmortem. And for those that don't know what a pulmonary embolism is, it's a blood clot in the lung. So I believe God has a plan for me and I better well make the most of it. <laughs> <laughs> or he or she'll take me out, and uh, I know several people that have died from a pulmonary embolism. So, you know. And the other thing is, as a grandmother, uh, and a mother, and a grandmother, I think I have a responsibility to uh, set an example, like going to school yeah. at fifty. Like that tells my kids and grandkids, like you're never too old to learn. Uh, it they tells other anything. people, you know, you can heal, you can do anything, and but yeah. you know what? We can't do it alone. No, I don't believe that's right.
1: You know, it sure does. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think there was someone told me the other day that we need at least seven hugs a day to sustain life. So we can't do it alone. We need one another. We need the love and support of each other. Now, we have a few minutes left and I know you've got so much more to share, but you have a few call to action. So I'm hoping that you can just, you know, quickly go through some of the things that people can start to do um, to start making those steps um, towards their recovery. Now, can you
2: start um, sharing some of those those suggestions that you have? Yes, I'll, I'll tell you right off the bat, The the another book that really changed my life is Jack Canfield's The Success Principles. By all means, find it in the library or, or a secondhand store or buy the new 10th edition one. They are great tools in there. And whether you're healthy or have health challenges, here, here's a great piece. Get a, a piece of paper and a pen and jot these two questions down. What would I do today if I knew it was my last day on earth? Then what is stopping me from doing it? If money was so not wh- an issue, what would I be doing? So let's just say those again for the listeners. What would I do today if today was my last day, day on Earth? And what is stopping me from doing it? Great. And if money were no option, what would I do? Now I, um, you know, get help. Uh, You know, life is for living. It's amazing when you open the door to say, "I want to do this," and. It, how it can happen i I teach journaling i 've journaled when we write out those things, and these are good topics if somebody has trouble journaling, do you know what Make a list of questions in your life, put it in a jar, and one day pick out the question and just answer it in a journal um, vision boards you know dream big don 't dream little. And it's amazing what can happen. I put a horse that we wanted to buy on my dream board and it turned out we it, she was sold, but we got something even better than that. I put, we needed a new furnace and I ended up, uh, I put free and we needed two furnaces. I got it for half the price what I'd been quoted, on um, both furnaces. Seek out positive people. I like to volunteer. I like to join groups and, and it can be on Facebook, but I really believe that, being in a personal relationship live, it, find something worthwhile that that you, you know, uh, enjoy. I like to volunteer. I don't do uh, like every week do this and that. There's other avenues. Seek that out. I'd be glad to talk to anybody if they want some more tips on that. Reignite the joy in your life. You might have to go back to your childhood. What made you feel awesome and have fun and when you laughed with abandonment or put on music where you danced like crazy you know do things like that you have to retrain your body to enjoy life and find your own journey mine was helping volunteering in my way you might have to go back to that like I said that childhood to find that passenger what did you leave behind when you became an adult a parent a divorced person you know uh somebody who had cancer uh, at 14, I was the youngest volunteer when we were celebrating Canada Day. You know, 100 years of Canada in our very small time. You know, finally, find your vision and passion. Vision is provide uh, value to everyone. I meet even when telling them they look great in an airport or just watch how people change when you change how you look at the world. I bought flowers one time and, and walked into Starbucks and said, hey, these flowers are for you and gave them to a lady and she started to cry. Her, one of her children had just been in a car accident. And they, you never know if you have the urge to do something, please do it. And and lastly, my mantra is from Saint Francis of Assisi, let me be an instrument of your peace. You know, if we all thought that way, and believe me, I'm not perfect, but that is there. Uh, You know, if we can be an instrument of peace, then it can change the world. It really can. Oh, Janet, I wish that you could just keep talking and talking
1: and talking. I know that you have so much to share. You can tell that you're just really passionate about um, helping and being of service to others and making the world a bigger and Brighter place so um, thank you so much for taking the time to share for anybody that wants to connect with janet your now what coach um, you can visit her website www.familyconnect.com and that's connect with the K. or you can also email janet at janet at familyconnect.com again connect with a k um, at, by the t so so c-o-n-n-e You can also contact Janet on the phone at 780-634-0775 and she will be sure to try and get back to you as soon as she can unless she's on the road Um, and she is working hard up north um, right now but um, but you can certainly um, reach out to her if you want to ask her any questions. Now Janet's going to be back, Um, she's going to be bringing a couple special guests coming in. Um, Rain Thomas, who is on the board of Send Me On Vacation, and Tamina Powers. So we're going to have two more shows with Janet, so this won't be the last you've heard of her. And um, we're so looking forward to that, Janet. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to um, Awaken to Holistic Health. Again, I'm your host, Deanne Riendo, and we're so grateful that you can be part of our talk today. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.
0: This program was sponsored by Your Holistic Earth. YHE is a holistic online marketplace that provides a world of services and resources for a healthier and happier you. Take the first step. Visit www.yourholisticearth.ca and awaken to holistic health.